Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, obviously, we're here for a Padres Dodgers recap, but the game is not over. The game is still going to the bottom of the ninth, but the Padres haven't exactly been playing some uh, very inspiring baseball. Um, granted, it was against the Dodgers. I think the main goal going into the last nine games of this whole Dodgers, you know, the 19 games against the Dodgers was you want to take at least three of these last nine from them because realistically, you know, everyone hates losing to the Dodgers. I really hate losing to the Dodgers, but you got to take something into account that they're quite possibly one of the best teams in MLB history. They remind me a lot of the 1998 Yankees. I didn't get to watch them, but when you just look at the record, look at the roster, I mean, it's just stacked from top to bottom. So we knew how difficult of a challenge it would be for uh, for the Padres to be able to go take even one series from the Dodgers in September. We're lucky enough they were able to take a game each and be able to take advantage of the rest of the competition that, they, that was put in front of them. Now, 90 wins guarantees you the fifth spot, I think. Um, do you want that fifth spot knowing that you have to play the Mets or the Braves? I don't know. You guys let me know, but ideally 90 wins gets you there, which means you have to win both of these next series against the White Sox and the Giants. White Sox have just been eliminated from, um, postseason contention and the Giants have just been eliminated not that long ago also. So two teams right there that are out of the postseason, not going to be playing inspiring baseball where the Padres are fighting for their, for their playoff life essentially. And, you know, maybe the Padres are going to take, the foot off the gas knowing the other two teams are not doing very well the game is not over i actually am gonna have at least the scorecard up right here um but i just wanted to go live because i mean it is getting late um and i want to go to bed soon and i want to go watch some tv or something but um i just want to go live right now you know maybe walk it off or something um but you know let's see what the bats do right now i think it was kind of weird today knowing that the padres put in What's his name? Brandon Dixon, something like that. Alvin Kamara highlights. Dude, I have Alvin Kamara on my fantasy team. I kind of think he's going to ball out this weekend. So, um, But I don't know if I'm going to be up at 630 to watch him do it. I might. Um, but, you know, going back to the Padres, um, Sean and I went out there and actually had himself a pretty solid, not start, but pretty solid stand out of the, I guess you can say, out of the bullpen. Um Went out there through four innings, allowed like one run, and that's really good considering what Sean Manai has done against the Dodgers um, up to this point. So it was exciting to see him be able to do that. Um, other than that, I don't really know what else to say about, about the series. You went into that first game, and um, you won in extra innings. You were able to go into extra innings with them yesterday, and I think that's kind of one of the more um, exciting things about the series was that you went into extra innings both times in the first two games, and it really took you a bullpen game to be able to you know finally – for the Dodgers to kind of put the nail in the coffin in a, in a game. The other two games where you had, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember, Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove, both of them looked solid, even though it took them five innings to throw, you know, whatever it was, 100 pitches. Both of them looked solid. Both of them, both of them did their job. Bullpen did their job, and we were able to hang in there with the Dodgers. So I think that was very inspiring. I mean, that's a team that's not going to let the foot off the gas. You really got to play perfect baseball to be able to beat them. So the Padres essentially almost did that for two games. And reality in a five-game series, you only need two or three to be able to do that. So that's an inspiring thing. Um, I think the, mag the magic number right now is three, and I believe getting to the magic number, whether it be against the uh, Phillies or the Braves, I think over the Phillies, the magic number is four, and the magic number for the Brewers against the Brewers is three. I believe either of them get you the fifth seed. 
Um, but the whole thing right now, we want to start Darvish tomorrow. That's the plan right now. And by the time his next start comes around, we should have already clinched. That's going to be the hope because you don't want him pitching game 162. If he pitches with game 162, you might not have him for the whole wild card series, at least not on regular rest. And Darvish on short rest is not something that I think we really want to see considering his age. And um, he's so far this season kind of, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone trying to keep up with the game. Um, so far this season, he's kind of needed his regular rest or even an extra day to be able to perform to the to the extent that he has right now. Um, but looking at the scorecard, I mean, the Padres have 10 hits today. The Dodgers have seven nonetheless. Dodgers got five runs. Padres have two. Now that's going to be a huge problem for the Padres come playoff time is the lack of slug. The lack of slug is what's killing the Padres. And this is what's kind of telling me, do the Mets have Jacob DeGrom? Yes. Do they have Max Scherzer? Yes. But I don't know. Something's telling me I'd rather play the Mets than the Braves. You look at Jacob DeGrom. He hasn't pitched to the – maybe he has pitched to the seventh inning uh, up to this point, but he has not pitched past the seventh inning up to this point. He has not pitched past 101 pitches. And in the sixth inning, he has a really, really bad ERA. He's one of the worst sixth inning pitchers in all of baseball. Even the first inning is not that good. Lately, he's got like a three and granted, you know, a 3-4 ERA for anyone else is really good. But against Jacob DeGrom, a 3-4 ERA, you're starting to see some signs of vulnerability lately. Um, so yes, he's really good, but you want to face the team that's going in the coldest. And if that's the Mets then that's the team I want to face, because you look at it, the Braves second in batting average, second in slugging, second in home runs. And truthfully, I think that's going to be the team to give us bigger fits because we're not the type of team to be able to put a game away with just home runs. They will put us away with two or three home runs. We don't have the ability to do that. Meanwhile, you look at the Mets. They're not very close in terms of of um, power or slugging against the Braves. The Braves have definitely out, out slugged them. And even, I don't know, I can't remember if they got on base at a higher clip. But in terms of average and slugging and OPS, the Braves are higher than the Mets. So, yes, you can look at the pitching matchups and say, I don't want to face DeGrom and Scherzer. But... There's also the thing where you don't want to face that Braves lineup. There are two sides to the story, and I don't, I quite frankly don't think either of them are wrong. Um, you know, I'm talking about like we already, I'm talking like we already clinched um, the fifth spot, but ideally, you know, this is the situation that the Padres are in right now. This is a situation that we need to discuss. Um, but, you know, let me know any questions or anything you guys want to talk about in the chat. Um, we do well against Scherzer. I completely agree, Alf. We do do well against Scherzer. Um, yeah, I, I do think we can take a series from the Mets, man, especially with the way you, Darvish, and Blake Snow have been pitching lately. I have full confidence in them to be able to go out there and put up a, a solid start, keep us in the game against both of those pitchers. Um, but, you know, that would be a very exciting series for sure. Is facing Max Fried any better than – or is fa yeah, is facing Max Fried any better than facing Jacob deGrom? I don't think so. I mean, maybe a little, but by how much? And then you have to face Kyle Wright, who's got – what. 20 plus wins he's been pitching him pitching very well in his own right so no matter what you got to face tough pitching now you got to look at the lineup and say starling Marte can't even grip a bat yet starling Marte is out right now that's one of their that's one of their even though he only has like 16 home runs whatever it is he steals bases and he's got over he had over an 800 ops so like like i said i don't think there's a right or a wrong 
in terms of who you want to face. I just think that the clear-cut answer is not, I don't want to face the Mets. That is not the clear-cut answer. Or, yeah, yeah, that is not the clear-cut answer. Facing the Braves is not the clear answer. There's definitely a lot more to the story than just the pitching because you look at your pitchers and you think, I got a lot of confidence in them to be able to compete against both of those guys. Now you look at the lineups and you might tell yourself, you might actually say, I don't want to face that Braves lineup. And you look at it lately, the the Braves have been almost or just as good as the Dodgers. And the Dodgers have been giving us fits a ton lately. So, I mean, personally, I'd rather face the Mets, but, or yeah, the Mets, but I mean, you know, it's, it's all a matter of preference for sure. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just waiting for questions or something because <laughs> I mean there's not honestly it gets we're Matt and I were talking about this yesterday it gets really hard at the end of the season to try and figure out what to talk about um like we try and make these videos and stuff and we're like damn what the hell are we gonna talk about today um it gets really tough today I was kind of bouncing back and forth I'm not really even bouncing back and forth I couldn't really watch too much of the game so I had to listen to it on 97.3 I was trying to do that and watch football at the same time um but with that the padres lose five to two to the dodgers and have lost and have dropped the series um obviously very unfortunate but nonetheless magic number is down to three and we can clinch by the end of the weekend by the end of the weekend you might see that the padres have clinched the playoff spot so if there's a takeaway it's that the padres are, are getting closer and closer and closer to their first full season playoff spot since i was six years old so um you know, that, that's going to be one of the more exciting moments of, at, in my life, at least as a Padre fan. Hopefully they're able to do it by, I mean, shoot, they could do it by Saturday, I think. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> what team are you putting out on the field for first postseason game? Um, hmm. It's very tough because you, you got a lot of people are saying Trent Grisham sucks. Trent Grisham is, dude, that dude is trash. Don't get me wrong. That dude is trash. Jose Alzocar has kind of gotten cold lately too. Um, and Jose Alzocar isn't really a player that you got to really be set in stone and having out on the field. He's not an everyday player. I think we all know, or at least we will all find out he's not an everyday player. Um, I think for now, you got to platoon. As soon as we cl clinch that playoff spot, Trent Grisham has to play. The rest of the games because you need to hope that he finds his groove coming into the, those postseason games because if not you're gonna have a real big dilemma out in center field you can throw will out there who's been having who's had a really good at bats lately but his defense is very lackluster you need trent grisham to get hot for at least two weeks at least two weeks because if not you're gonna be having yourself a really big problem out in center field because jose azocar he already doesn't hit for power but you know the the he's starting to get a little cold um, you know, even, even, uh, Tony and, um, I'm trying to remember the other name, we'll just go other name for now. Um, they were talking about it today, how, you know, you're going to have a little bit of a problem out in center field if someone doesn't figure it out. Uh, but ideally you kind of want to throw that the same lineup that was out there in a similar fashion today. I'd rather have Josh Bell at DH, Brandon Jury at first, um, Hassan Kim, Jake Cronenworth, Manny Machado all in their regular spots. Um, Juan Soto and Ryan Jerks and Profar and left. Um, it depends on who I, I think I, if you Darvish doesn't have to throw game 162 or game 161, whatever it is, I'll have you Darvish out there in game one, um, with Austin Nola behind, 
behind the plate because obviously we all know that's kind of you Darvish's new personal catcher in the in the in the same vein that Victor Caratini was. So that's my first. That would be my first postseason game lineup. Um, can anyone explain how the Padres lost to the Dodgers? The Dodgers played better baseball than the Padres, I guess. Um, I really didn't even think it was that yesterday. I don't really think the Padres played worse baseball than the Dodgers yesterday. It was just like the little blooper that kind of killed us. I, I do think the Padres played some really solid baseball. But overall, Dodgers are a better team right now. The Dodgers are one of the best teams in, I mean, at least this season, one of the best teams in MLB history. So, you know, that's kind of a team that I hope we take one from and would be super happy to take two from. Nonetheless, we took one and matching numbers down to three. Nah, bro, you're right. You don't want to face my Braves. We have the same level of production, one through nine and three aces. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people are automatically assuming, no, I don't want to face Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. You got to look at it a little deeper. Jacob deGrom is not the Jacob deGrom that we know as of late. Can he turn it on at any split second? Yes. Does he strike out a lot of people? Yes, absolutely. Another thing that you kind of want to factor in that goes against the Padres if they were to play Jacob deGrom is that the Padres are the worst team in baseball when it comes to facing guys that throw 96 plus. The worst. So, I mean, you don't really get any benefits no matter who you face. Um, but that is sort of a disadvantage for the Padres. But you got to look at it in, in two different senses, man. That lineup for the Braves, they, they'll put you away in one inning. They, they have the ability to do that, whereas I feel like the Mets do not have the ability to do that. Are we saving Darvish for the postseason or will he pitch tomorrow? He will pitch tomorrow. He's projected to pitch tomorrow against the White Sox. Um, ideally that will be his last start of the regular season. Um, yeah, that, that hopefully is going to be his last start of the regular season. You don't want him pitching game 162 or whatever it is, because you might not have him for the postseason if he does that. Soto and Machado left more traffic than the, than the five they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, especially that bases loaded inning that those are the type of innings that kill you. And those are the type of innings that you need to take advantage of against the Dodgers. Nonetheless, um, Soto Machado, Soto and Machado have been essentially the anchors of these last five or like seven to 10 games, something like that. They've been two of our anchors. So, I mean, I'm still very happy with their production, but in the playoffs, that's going to have to, they're, they're going to have to cash in for sure. Why not let Wilson stay in another inning or two? Um, Wilson's not exactly a type of guy that you really want to have out there for more than one inning. You look at the numbers and, and you're not really too inspired, but you're happy to get him out of there with, with, uh, you know, one inning and no runs. Why didn't Darvish start today then? Because I do, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of think you want to have you Darvish pitching against the best team, but who does he have? Who does you Darvish have a better chance of beating? Because at this point you're not, you're not going for the division. It doesn't matter if you lose to the Dodgers anymore. Now you just got to win games. Who does you Darvish have a better shot of beating the Dodgers or the White Sox? That's an easy answer. So ideally, you want Darvish pitching against a team that he has a like, a higher, a higher possibility, a higher chance of winning against, right? I mean, let me know if you guys, you know, need me to clarify a little bit, but that is the way I see it. You want Darvish, want to give Darvish the best possible chance to win, knowing that this might be the last start you get from Darvish in the regular season. That that's the way I think of it. Uh, let me see how much longer I'm gonna go. I'll probably go for like another few more minutes on a positive note. Manaya finally solved the Dodgers. Um, 
yeah, uh, I, I hope I hope he solved the Dodgers. I hope he solved the Dodgers because we're probably not going to see him again for the rest of the season. He's going to be coming out of the bullpen, and one of those might be against the Dodgers. So hopefully he's able to you know figure it out, not just against the Dodgers, but in general. We didn't lose any ground. That's the bright side. Both the Phillies and the Brewers lost. Exactly. That's why, you know, does losing to the Dodgers suck more than losing to any other team? Absolutely. But you got to look at it from a standpoint where you're not facing – you're not going for the Dodgers anymore. You're not facing the Dodgers for the division anymore. You're facing essentially yourself. You control your own destiny. So you really need to go out there and just win ball games in general, not really focus on today's game against the Dodgers, but focus on the easier games like the White Sox and the Giants. Losing Tatis really threw a wrench into y'all's playoff choices. He would have, yeah, he, he definitely would have made, <laughs> we probably would have clinched already with Tatis. I will say that 100%. We would have clinched already with Fernando. Um, tough shit. I mean, tough loss, obviously, but nonetheless, team still playing some really good baseball. I feel like they've been playing a lot more team baseball, team-oriented baseball, inspired baseball lately. So, like I said, tough shit, but you got to move on. You got to move on, and that's exactly what this team's doing, and at the right time. Because I feel like for a little bit, it was kind of sad because of that whole losing Tatis thing. Our offense keeps leaving guys on base. Yeah, I remember at one point the Padres were going to be on pace to possibly ba- break the record for uh, to possibly break the record for um, runners left on base. So that's been that's definitely been one of the issues for the Padres all season. Nonetheless, that won't matter come playoff time. And come playoff time, they know they need to cash in, and hopefully they're able to do that. Cry, lol. <laughs> How do the Padres go four for 22 with the runners in scoring position? I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like it's just a lot of, obviously, you know, a lot of missed opportunities. Like I was saying earlier, missed opportunities cost you games against teams like the Dodgers. Teams like the Dodgers, you got to go ahead and and uh, play some of your best baseball, and the Padres weren't able to cash in on, on some pretty big opportunities. Does the magic number get us the sixth seed or the fifth seed? The magic number gets us the, the fifth seed. You can't blame Grisham. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the blame was on Trent Grisham yesterday. Um, sure, you can place a lot of the blame on Trent Grisham yesterday, but overall, as an offense, they didn't look very good yesterday. Dixon guy looked promising or no? Honestly, I didn't really get to tune in much to his at-bats, but um, you're probably not going to get to see him start a game again. Um, who's the AL MVP, Judge or Otani? We talked about it not that long ago. I don't really want to go too much into depth. I just kind of want to... Uh, talk about the Padres because I'm only going to be on here for a few more minutes. But um, if you go based off F War, everyone's going to go with Aaron Judge. But I want to go with Shohei Otani. Do you want St. Louis, New York, or Atlanta in the wild card round? Um, ideally, I would want St. Louis. I feel very confident that we can beat St. Louis. I mean, getting to face Adam Wainwright and, and Jordan Montgomery makes it feel a lot better than facing – you know, whether, you know, Max Fried and Kyle Wright or Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Um, but the magic number is three, which means you would get essentially the fifth seed probably. And that means you got to face the Mets or the Braves. And earlier I said I would rather face the Mets than the Braves because there's too much. People are taking too much in the, into account that it's DeGrom and Scherzer, where you look at it, DeGrom hasn't been too hot lately. Um and he's sort of like on an innings limit in, in some sort of way. Maybe they'll take it off in the playoffs, but he hasn't pitched. It's either he hasn't pitched past six or he hasn't pitched past seven. Um, one of those. But um, just look at it, looking at it from a lineup standpoint, 
one through nine, the Braves could essentially end us in one inning. And I don't think the Mets can do that. <laughs> I've been calling the pod the, the lobsters for the last two years. Well, 2020 was a one of the years where the Padres were not one of those teams to leave guys on. They were cashing in all the time. Last year, it, it sort of didn't even feel like they were getting guys on. It just felt like they sucked for a really long time. This year, obviously on pace to, to break that record. So that name is, is warranted for sure. It's definitely more one of the more – I'm very happy that, you know, we're sort of in this situation where I'm able to come on here and talk about situations like this because last year was a very, I think I can speak for Matt and Chase. It was a very sad time to come on here and record and talk about the Padres because there was essentially no hope. There was at this point, it was really let's go on to next year and hope for, hope for better. Um, and for a really long time, for a really long time, it felt like um, it felt like there was just, an ongoing pile of just shit piling up. You know, you lose Fernando, you're not really making trades. Um, and then now you see that the Padres are in a really, really good playoff spot and a really, really good spot and fighting for the playoffs. So I'm very happy that I'm finally able to come on here and talk about the Padres in a playoff sense rather than the Padres in a next year type of way. Pitching played better this year and offense played bad this year. Yeah, that I mean, at the end of the day, pitching and defense is what, what's going to win you a lot of ball games. But if the offense is going to look the way it did tonight, you don't want them facing the Braves. This is what I'm saying. Alfaro should be pinch hitting every ninth inning. Yeah, if we're in a if we're in a situation where if we're in a situation where we need a walk off, you definitely want Alfaro up there. Dodgers supporter here. By the way, yesterday you should have walked Freeman in the tenth and pitched to Smith and Muncy. Yeah, completely agree for sure. Why Dixon is hitting with one out and he's the time runner, dude. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I feel like if you question Bob Melvin, you get kind of slandered a lot. But and don't get me wrong, I'm one of those guys that's like, you know, I don't want to question Bob Melvin. This is one of the best managers in all of baseball. Um, but you know, letting Dixon keep hitting is definitely not warranted i i don't know why dixon was still up there um nonetheless doesn't really matter we lost phillies lost brewers lost still in the same situation we came into no not even the same situation we came into today actually gained a game freeman is more dangerous with runners on and well not only that freeman has been one of the best hitters and is possibly the best hitter in baseball right now or not even right now but he's possibly the best hitter in baseball so it's not a guy I want to face in general. Chin up, Darvish, Nell, and Joe can beat anybody in a three-game series. That's how I feel, too. That's why I'm not very scared to face the Mets. Because I do think, even though it's DeGrom and Scherzer, you think any team in baseball right now with the way you, Darvish, and Blake Snell are pitching, you think anyone wants to face them, too? I wouldn't. Let's go two more questions, and then I'm going to take off. Two more questions or statements, whatever it is. Padres play White Sox and Giants. Easy to easy to get three wins. Hopefully four. You, you hopefully they get to that ninety win mark. Um, but either way, doesn't really matter as long as you get in. I'd say best hitters are Judge, Freeman, Goldie, Manny in that order. That's valid. Yeah. Um, obviously Judge with many, 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 many home runs, and 
he's doing he's doing his thing this year. So I think it's a valid order as well. Bias aside, is Manny MVP? Hard to set bias aside. Hard to set bias aside for sure. I want to say Manny is the MVP. Um, if see, it's crazy because last week it was so so easy to say Paul Goldschmidt is the MVP or Nolan Arenado's the MVP, preferably Paul Goldschmidt. It was super easy to say that last week. Now you're going into this week. Manny Machado has essentially the same war as both of them, but both of those guys play for the same team. They're both right back to back in the same same order. It's like. Dude, you know how much help they get from each other? Who who's doing the, what Manny's doing on the Padres right now? Nobody. It's just Manny. Manny's doing his own thing right now. So the NL MVP candidates get help from other NL MVP candidates. Manny's the only guy not getting help from another MVP from another MVP candidate. Uh, I asked the great Lord above. There's three things I want on earth before he takes me. For the Padres to finally win a World Series, the Chargers to win the ball, and to see my son graduate. <laughs> same i hope uh, i hope you're i mean base priority one there is your son so i hope you see that for sure because the potteries and the chargers it gets it gets gloomy at points but yeah i'm glad to hear that the most baseball thing ever potteries only beat the dodgers dude juan exactly it does not matter how many times they beat us right now like yes is it frustrating yeah yeah it is but you guys know how many times this happens where Teams just absolutely suck against another team, but they ended up beating them in the postseason. Like that's baseball in a nutshell. So that is a really good comment, Juan, for sure. Um, last comment: Machado has been the MVP in the NL, but he won't win. Completely agree, man. Couldn't agree more. Um, nonetheless, happy to hop on in a situation where the Padres are fighting for a playoff spot. Um, and it's not even just like one of those they might get the 60 they in in an actual year where there's no six team they still quite possibly make the playoffs so very happy to come on and talk about the Padres in a positive limelight because a year ago the Padres were not in the situation and I hope for anyone that's you know sort of negative going into the playoffs I hope you guys remember last year how it felt because this year feels so much better going into going possibly into game you know 162 whatever it is or going into the playoffs going into this playoff race Will it be crushing if they don't make it? Yes, but I have enough confidence for them to be able to do that. So, um, you know, it's a very exciting time right now. Nonetheless, um, I don't know if we're recording. I don't know if Matt and Chase want to record or whatever it is, but we'll be very excited to talk to you here coming soon. And I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. But um, it's probably going to be every night that we're going to go. Um, we're going to have a post-game live stream during the playoffs. So, you know, tune in every night if you want. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, though, and I'll talk to you guys later.